This morning's scripture lesson comes from Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they, they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the prophet, by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son and named him Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. For the last six years, I've made a point to have a word for the year for myself. The word represents something that I need to work on, something I need to focus on for the year, and I have found that by naming it and claiming it, it has almost always generated positive movement in my life. In 2020, my word of the year was wise, wise. I had been in counseling for some time at that point and it had become very clear to me that I needed to live with more wisdom in my life. And what I mean by this is that I needed to have my life led not so much by emotions, which I was very prone to letting rule my whole life and all of my decisions, but I also realized that I needed it to not be totally led by cold hard reason either. To live wisely would be to live in a more balanced way. So I started the year, I, I simply took the Bible and studied all of the texts that had the word wise or wisdom in them. I did a few short online Bible studies on wisdom, but the real turning point was when I took part in a wisdom school led by Cynthia Bourgeau through the Center for Action and Contemplation. And in the process of completing that course, I discovered something surprising. The real heart of wisdom is being present intellectually, bodily, and emotionally. 
Now, being someone who lives in a world of multitasking and constant distractions, and you know, many of those distractions we seek out to soothe ourselves from what is going on around us. And so for me, this discovery of the importance of presence was so stunning that my word then for 2021 was an extension of that discovery. Awake was my word for that year. A reminder that to seek wisdom, I must be fully present and aware in my life, not asleep and absent. In A Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge discovers during his night of ghostly visitations that importance of being present. And of course, this happens when he is visited by the ghost of Christmas present just a little after one in the morning. Scrooge finds this ghost surrounded by plentiful amounts of food, and he finds him to be a giant, jolly fellow, described not at all unlike the way readers of the day would have known Father Christmas to be. The ghost takes Scrooge out into the streets to see the ways that the common people celebrated the season before taking him into the home of Scrooge's put-upon employee, Bob Cratchit. In Cratchit's home, he sees how even that man, who had very, very little due to Scrooge himself, how Cratchit pours everything out that he does have so that his family can celebrate the day. Scrooge sees in the Cratchit home and throughout the town that the joy of the holiday comes in sharing and celebrating together, even if what you have to share and celebrate is very, very meager. He has his eyes opened to the human condition of the city and to the impact he is having on those around him. As the ghost prepares to leave Scrooge that night, Scrooge discovers two ragged, sickly-looking children under the ghost's robe. These two are children of man, the ghost tells him, and their names are ignorance and want. They exist due to man, and they will be the doom of mankind. Here, to use a phrase our district superintendent used recently about a letter written by the Apostle Paul, Dickens is going from preaching to meddling. Charles Dickens loved to use his work to speak out about the social injustices of the day. And in naming ignorance and want as the children of mankind, he was highlighting the importance of education as a means of lifting people out of desperate circumstances. He was also speaking out about the harm done when those privileged, like Scrooge, cast a blind eye to the people and the circumstances around them. The ghost of Christmas present was and is a reminder to society of the importance of being aware of the current reality in which we live and our impact on it. Be aware, be present, 
Stay awake and engaged in the world around you. Now, in today's familiar scripture reading, we find another man who is visited in the night and reminded of the importance of being aware, present, awake, and engaged. Maybe there's a little pun intended there, because Joseph was literally being told that it was important to stay engaged to Mary. When he lay his head down on the pillow that night, Joseph had decided that he was going to do the right thing come morning. The right thing being that when you found your betrothed to be pregnant, the right thing to do was to divorce her and to make sure that the entire community knew why. I know that the customs of Jesus' day, Joseph's day, don't line up with ours since we would need to be more than engaged, right, to ask for a divorce. But just go with me here and know that this represents how important and binding an engagement was in that time. The right thing to do was to divorce Mary. And so Joseph went to bed deciding that he would do just that although he did plan to do it as quietly as he could. It seems Joseph already had some doubts that that right thing was completely right. So when an angel visits him in a dream and tells him not to be afraid of the situation he and Mary were in, and tells him to go ahead with the marriage regardless of the social consequences, Joseph awoke and decided to live in the moment and to take the step, the one step that God asked of him. By saying yes, fully aware of the current reality of the situation, Joseph will, a few months later, give Jesus the name of the family of David, for it is Joseph who was part of that family line. Joseph's yes in the present connected the past promises made to King David to Jesus, the king of our past, our present, and our future. Joseph's actions in the present made a very real difference in the life of Mary and Jesus. Joseph's actions may not have looked right to the upholders of the law, but they were very right in the eyes of the God who gave the law. After learning in wisdom school the importance of full body, mind, and soul presence, I moved into a study of mindfulness and presence, which continued into that next year, as I said before. And in a book, I believe I highlighted something on every page of, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I found affirmation of the importance and wisdom of living fully in the moment. I want to lift up just one nugget from that book for you to take with you today. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. 
This holiday season, I invite us all to be fully present in the most precious thing there is, now. Engage with whatever each moment brings, whether that moment is joyful or painful, and find the wisdom that is offered in each one. Look for God in your now. I promise he is there. And don't neglect to take any step he is asking you to take. Be aware of those around you, taking the time to find out the depth of the lives that are being lived and sensitive to what you have to offer to make the present and the future better for them and for you. To quote Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. May it be so. In the name of Jesus, with the power of the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God and the love of neighbor. Let us pray. Gracious God, we spend so much time ruminating and reliving our past. We also spend a lot of time worrying over things that might never be. And what we lose when we do that is the precious moments that we are currently living, the only ones we can ever live. Help us to be awake this season. Help us to miss nothing. Help us not to miss where you are in our lives, where you are calling us to be where you are blessing us beyond measure, where you accompany us in the dark. May your light shine in and through us, Lord, this blessed season. May we not take for granted a single moment of our lives, nor those that we meet in Christ's name we pray. Amen.